welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. It all begins with you. Super excited you're here today. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. It's the 20th episode today. What? <laughs> I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but for me, you know, I didn't, I didn't know if I'd ever start a podcast. I didn't know if I'd actually do it. 20, 20 episodes is something for me to celebrate. But let's get right into it today. Um, you know, um, we are always looking for that, um, you know, that that magic fix, that quick fix to almost everything in our life, right? From, you know, financial worries to our relationships, the state of our marriage, um, to world peace, okay? But the thing is, is that um, we all know that nothing really has a quick fix. Sure, sometimes you can um, stick a Band-Aid on a cut and it heals quickly, but really for the most important things in your life, it's going to take some effort. It's going to take some you know, deep looking within, it's going to take growth, it's going to take a mindset that says, this is important to me, and I'm willing to grow through this, I'm willing to look at myself, I'm willing to own what I need to own, and I'm willing to do what it takes to make my life and my relationships full of love, peace, joy, and happiness. Why? Because that's what you desire. But more than that, you deserve that. You deserve it. So today I want to talk about, you know, like 10 characteristics uh, of people that have the 10 characteristics that I find of people that have um, healthy relationships, happy relationships, where there's, they're, they're loving and they're in love. You know, they don't think about straying. They don't think about leaving the marriage or divorce. And, and it's possible, right? It's possible. And this is something that I um, I go over with all of my couples at the end of, you know, our, 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 our sessions because I have to teach a lot in order to get here. So I want to, I'm going to go over some of these today. So let's, let's number one. Okay. If you want to have this good, great, beautiful, healthy relationship that is full of love, peace, joy, and happiness, this, let's, let's, these are some of the things you need to do. One is you need to realize that your love relationship has more meaning than you once thought. Okay, now what does that mean? It means that you see the person clearly. You see your spouse, your partner. You see the good, the bad, the ugly, and you recognize their patterns of needing, of showing, of in you know, and of accepting love are deeply embedded within them. Right. So while you might not like some of their patterns. And some of their patterns might actually need to change. You realize that they are a human being just like you are with different past experiences from your, yours that have different ways of adapting, coping and reacting. And instead of um, punishing them over and over because you don't like something, you begin to realize that, you know what, um, I recognize that. This is what my person needs, and, and can I give this to them? And, and if it's not working for us, how can I lovingly sit down and talk about it? See, you realize basically that there's that this is your partner. This isn't somebody that's just coming in to your life and going out. And really, you know, the most compassionate thing you can do for the person you love is show them compassion and love through saying, hey, I get that this is 
hard for you or whatever um, you, you, you want to say or that, you know, but this does hurt me. Can we talk about this? But you start to understand why they do the things they do because you take time to listen. Number two, you know what? You create a more accurate image of your partner. See, we all have this illusion of who we think we're with. And that illusion is based on what we want them to be, what we desire them to be, who we want them to be and who we desire them to be. And that is not realistic. That's your ego, right? Saying you're going to satisfy my needs, my wants, my desires. You see, but when you start to create that accurate image, you see that, you know what, they're not your savior nor are they your adversary, right? They're another human being that, you know what, wants to feel connected to you just like they want to feel, con- just like you want to feel connected to them. And they want to be as happy as you, as much as you want to be happy. Number three, you know what, you need to start learning. Healthy relationships, in a healthy relationship, you learn to ask for what you want. Okay, so but you say things in concise, clear language with a kind voice, a soft look. I know my voice isn't always kind and I know it's, you know, I'm loud. But when you're talking to your partner, a kind look with a soft, beautiful voice helps. Okay, and and, and you use I messages and say that to them. I need. I feel. You realize that you have to develop these clear channels, you know, so that you and your partner can get the specifics of the love that you both desire, right? So when you're talking to them and you're telling them, you know, giving them these I statements, ask them what, okay, now what do you need from me? It goes both ways, right? You reciprocate. So now number four, you you move from being, oh gosh, reactive to proactive. And this is a hard one for all of us, right? We're all reactive people. We react, we're triggered. We, and we, and when we're triggered, oh my goodness. Okay. The reactions are coming from a place that is, you know, it's an emotional, it's a reaction, a trigger. um, The the, the reaction comes from an emotionally unhealed place, right? So a lot of the time that reaction might be coming from anger, resentment, hurt, guilt, shame, and that's not a good reaction now, is it, right? So you you acknowledge, right? You need to start acknowledging that, you know what, I'm, I don't, my reactions aren't healthy. They're not good for this marriage or this relationship. And so you start to, you know, practice being more constructive, right? You stop, you breathe, you listen. If there's, if there's, if there's things you need to heal, from your past, you go get, find somebody, you heal them, or you, you know, you and your partner find help, right? Because it's not a way to live. Being reactive to your partner all the time, just all it does is uh, create disconnect. So you start to become proactive. You start to heal the things that need to be healed. You stop before you say something, right? You you know, you actually start being conscious of the things you say. Um, Number five, you focus on keeping the relationship safe at all times. You know, you acknowledge the negative effects and they are negative. Let me tell you, when you criticize, you blame and you shame. How could anybody, you know, think that you're going to have a great um, relationship when you're criticizing, blaming and shaming? 
So you start replacing negativity with, you know, affirming positive behaviors to establish, you know, the, the safety for growth within the relationship and within each other in, as individuals. So what, you know, what, what that means is that you say to yourself, it would be like me saying, Heather, you know what, this isn't helping. This isn't right. Am I? And, and then you ask yourself something like, am I projecting my shame, my guilt, anger onto my partner? Why am I doing this? Why am I shaming the person I love? Why am I making my, the person I love feel guilty? Where am I going wrong? Where's the glitch in this, in this relationship? What can we do about it? You know, when you start asking yourself questions, and this goes even um, uh, outside of a relationship, whenever you're stuck, Start asking yourself questions. And, and, and I mean, just one after the other. Why am I thinking this way? Why do I think this way? Where did this thought come from? Is, do I have a certain belief around this? Well, oh, 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 when did that belief come? Well, if I reacted this way, wouldn't it have been better? What was that trigger? Well, if I do this, will this happen? Well, what about that? Now, within all of those questions that you ask yourself, guess what you find? The solution. The answer. And it's the same, you know, in, in your relationship. Keep it safe. Stop criticizing. Ask yourself why you're doing it, you know, and talk to your partner about it. Number six, you learn to value your, per- your partner's needs and wishes as well as your own. Here's the thing. Our partner isn't there for them just to take care of our needs. Our partner can't fill our voids. Okay, nor is your role to take care of every single one of their needs, nor can you fill their voids. So so what you do is you start taking care of each other's needs as you tend to your own. So this is really a bit about honoring yourself. You know, I talk a lot about, um, you know, there's three different types, three different ways human beings behave. We're either non-assertive, assertive or aggressive. And many times the non-assertive person, um, especially when you're in a relationship for years and years and years, you just let you, you allow the partner to make all the decisions. And then basically one day you're just like, I can't handle it anymore. You keep letting, allowing somebody to behave in a certain way. And, but instead of going from non-assertive to assertive, 90% of the time, that person goes straight to being aggressive. They're angry. They've had it. They're sick of your shit. They're not going to take it. And boom. Okay, doesn't work, right? So in a relationship, in a healthy relationship, you have to be assertive. What does that mean? It means you honor yourself and you honor your partner. You honor their needs and you honor your own. That's a healthy relationship. Number seven, you find new ways to satisfy your basic needs and desires. You know, during the power struggle, which we all get to, there isn't a relationship in the world that you don't come to a power struggle. You know what you do? You, we learn to blame our partners. We coerce them, you know, and we do all of these things to get them to do what um, we want them to do to, to basically fulfill our desires and our needs. But what you, what, what, if you want to have a successful, happy, healthy, loving relationship, you do discover that your partner can be a resource for you once you abandon the self-defeating tactics, which are, which is the guilt trips, the yelling, the aggressive behavior, the non-assertive behavior. Very important. Number eight, you need to shift from judgment to curiosity about your partner so you can discover their unique inner world. Ask them questions like, you know, how did your parents treat each other? 
What were what 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 were the um what when when you were a child? What were your fears? You know, were your parents loving with each other? What you know, start to get inquisitive. Ask questions. Get get um get very curious about their whys they do something. Well, why do you believe this? Why do you think this? What can I do um, that would help this situation? And you are you will be shocked that when you give love, you get love back. What? Yep, that's how it goes. Whatever you have given, whatever you have inside of you to give is what you give. So if you have anger inside of you to give, you give anger. If you have resentment, you give resentment that comes out in things like shame and guilt, right? So you've got to give love to receive love. And in order to have love to give, you need to move from judgment to curiosity. Judgment is anger. Judgment is resentment. Judgment is shame. Curiosity is love, compassion, and empathy. Number nine, you become aware of your drive to become loving and united, you know, and and you connect to that energy. So you have to have the capacity to love without expecting anything in return while taking care of yourself. Are you have that capacity? I'm going to ask you. So I want you to ask yourself, do you have the capacity to love your partner without expecting anything in return? Basically, because you can take care of your own needs. You can fill your own voids, you know, and then and then go one step further. Let your partner know they can depend on you. And then guess what? They do the same for you. It's interesting how one person can turn a relationship. They don't believe it. They don't think it unless you're in a, now, you know, again, I have to say this, unless you're in a highly abusive relationship or with a, a narcissist, you know, or something, you know, very unhealthy. One person by changing their responses, by changing their reactions, by changing the way they do things, the way they speak can actually turn a relationship around because, you know, think about it. You can't be angry at somebody that is being loving and compassionate to you unless you're, a, you know, a narcissist or a psychopath or a sociopath, right? So number 10, let's get, let's number 10 and we're done. You accept that it's difficult to create a lasting, loving relationship. It's not easy. It's not. Nothing in life is easy. But, you know, because why? Because we're all human beings. We're all programmed in a certain way. We're fighting certain things that we don't like about ourselves that are that do hinder our life. We're trying to grow. We're trying to be the best people we can be. We're trying to be good parents, hum, good human beings. We're fighting through pandemics. We're fighting through things right now that are we're not used to. We have no experience with. Right. So. So what you have to realize is no one is perfect. Life isn't perfect. You're not perfect. And your relationship is not going to be perfect, right? You realize that, you know what? If you're a good partner, you're going to have a good relationship. If you're a great partner, you're going to have a great relationship. And you understand that that good relationship, that amazing relationship, what is it going to require of you? Commitment. Commitment. Discipline. And the courage to change what needs to be changed, right? And and right now during this time, I want you to really give yourself a break. You know, a, a pandemic is, this hasn't been easy. So bring compassion in, into yourself, into your family, into your partner. You know, realize that we're all doing the best that we can 
right now and actually every single day. You know, if you have any questions about any of this today, you know, it's a, um, this is this is important stuff. Okay, you know, you email me. Heather at heathercatherinecarter.com. Go to my website. You can set up a call through my website. You can email me to set up a free call. 60 minutes. I can help give you clarity if you need it. You know, go, again, my website is heathercatherinecarter.com. www.heathercatherinecarter.com. Tons of information on there. You know, um, live your best life. We live one life. It's happening right now and it goes quick. I'm going to be 51 in less than two months. I can't believe it. How did that happen? How am I an empty nester? Where did the time go? Stop wasting it. Thanks for tuning in.